WWDC happened last week at the time I made this, and it was kind of mind-blowing to see the change in iOS 14 compared to iOS 13. Let's get into it. iOS 14's biggest feature is widgets. You can now add them to the home screen, like adding your calendar widget and weather widget to the home screen. There's also SmartStack. SmartStack is a library of widgets that uses machine learning to bring up the app widgets you, you use most. Another feature is App Library, which I think is automatically created folders that are sorted by category, kind of like Android. I don't think a lot of people will ever use it. I don't know, maybe. Maybe they will. And this is pro probably my fourth favorite feature, and that is Compact Calls and Compact Siri. In previous versions of iOS is that whenever someone calls you, uh, it would fill up the whole entire screen in iOS 13. But in iOS 14, it would be able, it would be like a notification. It would fill up a part of the screen without covering the entire screen. That is freaking awesome. iOS 14 has picture in picture. Picture in picture is where you can watch a video on the app, like in the Apple TV app and possibly a YouTube video. I'm also like extremely excited for it. And it's while you use another app. It's, it's also possible with FaceTime. Let's talk about iMessage. You can now pin up to nine of your most important conversations, including group chats, which I like because sometimes I just uh, lose track of uh, some conversations that are really important that are like, I don't know, either down in the bottom, down in the bottom or up in the top. In group chats, you can now add group photos by adding a photo, emoji, or memoji. And you can now mention someone in a group chat, which I think is useful because sometimes in group chats, I really want to mention, well, actually, technically, you can mention someone, just I don't think they would get to, I mean, they would probably, like, not get the notification of how you've been mentioned, which I think is pretty useful. And this is my favorite group chat feature. You can reply to a specific message in a group chat, which that which that is something I would like, you know, that I would like in group chats. I think it's awesome. There's now more hairstyles in Memoji and a face mask option, which I think is okay. I don't really care about Memoji. I think it's kind of gimmicky in my opinion. Apple Maps. You can now get cycling directions in Apple Maps, which I think Apple should have done a long time ago, but I'm glad they did it this year. And it can let you know where the bike lanes are in the biz in bi or where the busy streets are. And they and it can actually tell you to take the stairs. This feature is also on the Apple Watch, which, which I think on the Apple Watch it would it would be more accurate. And it can also tell you to take the stairs and detect steep steep passages like when when planning your trips like in like um when you're riding your bike it can also give you directions to ev chargers it, it, ev stands for electric electric vehicle chargers if you didn't know that that and uh it would uh, lead you to the chargers that are, that are compatible with your electric car and there's this new thing called guides Let's say you are planning a trip to the Grand Canyon. Apple Maps will tell you everything about the Grand Canyon and more places. 
Another cool thing is translation. Apple now has a translation app. There is now conversation mode. You can speak into the phone and it will translate into the selected language. And you can also download your favorite language into favorites, which is, like I said, pretty cool. I will be saying it a lot in this episode. Siri this year has probably the biggest update since Siri. I, I mean, no one really knows until, like, the beta comes out. I mean, a bunch of people uh, with developer profiles probably know and will compare it to iOS 13 Siri. So, uh, when you activated Siri, she would take the whole entire screen. Now, when you activate her, a little icon shows up without covering the content. And if you watch the waveform, um... Yeah, this uh, sort of compact Siri was supposed to be done differently. So I would suggest you watch the podcast with Craig F- Federighi, the soft, um, soft vice president of software. I forgot his title, but you know, he's in charge of iOS and probably most of the software. <clears throat> so Siri is smarter now, but we don't know yet, and I will get the iPadOS 14 public beta to see how smart Siri is compared to iOS slash iPadOS 13 Siri, and I will also be comparing her to the Google Assistant to see if, uh, if she's extremely smart now. HomeKit. The new features with HomeKit is when you add a new accessory, the Home app will suggest automations for the accessories. The Home app has a cool redesign, which I think it looks better than the previous version. Uh, so with the smart lights, um, you know, smart lights are now com- that are compatible with HomeKit now have adaptive lighting. So now you can set the lights to a warmer or cooler color. Activity zones is a good security feature where activity zones are uh, where activity zone what they are is that you can set activity zones to focus on the most important areas of your phone of your home like the side like the side of the house the front door the backyard and all that stuff you can focus on like a kind of like a percentage of that i don't really know how to explain it that much and um and uh you and uh, it focuses on the most important areas uh, that your camera sees. And you can be alerted if there's motion in the zone. And there's now Face ID on the cameras and video doorbells so it can recognize you and your contacts. Safari can now translate websites that are in a different language. And apparently it is now faster than Chrome. But I will do, will be doing a comparison between Chrome and Safari once the public beta comes out. Safari can actually tell you if a password is secure or not, and I'm just and I'm just guessing that's that Safari is guessing it's not secure, like by the number of characters in a password, or if you decide your password is going to be one two three four five six, and there is now a privacy report, which is great, but I feel like this is Apple apologizing for letting websites track you, but it's awesome. <clears throat> uh, and uh, and it like I said, it's awesome for, like that they are adding this feature. Facebook, Google, watch out. CarPlay. Apple is now introducing CarKey, which is a feature of where you can unlock and start your car with your phone. 
You can also add the key into your wallet along with sharing your car key to friends. And you can also set restricted driving on if you don't trust your friends or family that much. And you can now set a new wallpaper, which is great. Fingers crossed there is more than one. And also they're adding this feature to iOS 13 so users can get it sooner. Battery. The battery now has power reserve mode, which I wouldn't really find that useful because I tried it on the Apple Watch when my Apple Watch was like at 10%. And I could only check the time, which that was an extremely hard task. Like I pressed the buttons and I tapped the screen a lot. It was, it was annoying in my opinion. AirPods. This update is only to AirPods Pro. I mean, there are gonna be other AirPods updates, but this this one that I'm gonna be talking about is only going to AirPods Pro. And it is spatial audio, which is the same type of audio that is in the iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 Pro. AirPod and, and uh, the regular AirPods and AirPods Pro will now give you a battery notification if the battery on your AirPods is low, which is great. I used to check the battery using the widgets, which was annoying, but, and now there's, and which I'm glad, you know, that they can give you notification if the battery is low. And there's auto automatic switching. This would be useful for something like if you're done playing a game on your phone, then watching a YouTube video on your iPad, you know, it would automatically switch, which it's better than going to the control center and going to Bluetooth. And you can now adjust the sound uh, on AirPods. This has been one of the most requested features since AirPods. I mean, I don't know if it's technically an equalizer or not. I don't really know, but this is probably my second favorite feature of AirPods. Privacy got a pretty big update this year. There is now an indicator for when an app is using the front camera or, or mic. Like it would, um, like an orange, um, orange light would show up by the control center. Uh, which is good, but kind of scary, you know, you know, but that's what the privacy report is there for if it's a website. iPad OS 14 has the, the same features as iOS 14 and more I, iPad exclusive features. The widgets are now redesigned to show you more widgets on the Today View screen. You can see an example of the Today View on the Apple Beta website. On every Apple-made app, and maybe a couple of uh, non-Apple-made apps, there's a sidebar to show you more app functions in an app. Search. Just like Calls and Siri, Search also has a new compact design. New Apple Pencil updates include turning handwriting into text, just like the S Pen. This is the best feature of Apple Pencil, in my opinion because you can write in any text field, which I feel like they should have added this a long time ago, just like I've said in other segments of the podcast. You can now scratch to delete a word, which I think I prefer the double tap on the second generation Apple Pencil, uh, because I've uh, tried it out in Apple stores and I found it really easy. But maybe once Apple stores open back up, I can try the scratch to delete. And um, there's now a circle to select a word, which is easier than dragging your finger across the word. Notes. Smart selection uses machine learning to distinguish writing from drawing. There is now shape recognition where you can draw a shape that will turn into text. And data detectors use um, 
uses intelligence to detect addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, and more. And that is all for iPadOS. Let's move on. Ma what macOS 11 is being called is macOS Big Sur, which I don't really think it's that big of an update, like if you compare it to Catalina, High Sierra, Sierra, and all that stuff. And I'm, and I'm glad Apple is starting to count to 11, you know, after like 6, 15 years. So macOS Big Sur has an iOS uh, slash iPadOS like redesign which I don't really like because I think the old macOS design is better. And uh, there's also now a refresh dock along with my favorite feature, a control center that looks nothing like the iOS and iPadOS control center of today, but instead like an old control center from previous versions of the iOS control center. Notification center is now in macOS Big Sur, which is my second favorite feature in there and that are grouped by app. In Safari, you can now set a custom start page and set a background image, along with the other Safari features in iOS and iPadOS. You know, like reading list, favorites, iCloud tabs, Siri suggestions, and privacy report, which is prob probably my favorite feature of Safari, I think. And there's a Safari extensions in the App Store. No idea how that works. Uh, I guess I'll just find out later. There's a improved new tab design and Safari translated websites. And I kind of just figured out in my head what Safari extensions are. And the password uh, monitor monitoring. I can't even say the word right. Password monitoring. Monitoring. I'm trying to say. Anyway, it, it's a feature that will let you know if a safe password is compromised. Increased perform, it's also increased uh, performance that by like 50% and it's faster than Chrome. Let's talk about messages. I feel like add, Apple adding GIFs to messages uh, on macOS is pretty cool because they're GIFs. They're kind of funny. And I don't really care about message effects that much because I think they're kind of gimmicky. And now there's search and messages, which I feel like they should have added this a long time ago. And, I'm per and I don't know if it, this is the last time I'll ever be saying it. Let's talk about maps. Indoor maps is an awesome feature that, uh, that I like that shows you layouts of airports and shopping centers. And there's more features that I'm not going to talk about. Why? Because I can. Let's move on. TVOS 14. This is a minor update to TVOS. It now has multi-user support for gaming along with uh, connecting more controllers like the Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series 2 and the Xbox Adaptive Controllers. In, hope, in HomeKit, there is now a live view. The way it works is that you can view every camera in the house on the TV. Audio sharing is now on the Apple TV, and I feel like it's kind of unnecessary unless you have a kid and you are watching a mature show with somebody, like I don't know, some like Family Guy. I'm just naming random shows, and uh, and it, but like, but if you don't have a kid, I feel like it's kind of unnecessary, and as and I'm kind of thinking about TVOS, it is actually not that minor. Let's talk about WatchOS Seven. The final update I will be talking about. And this is a pretty big update, just like every single version of watchOS in my opinion. 
in the watch faces, apps can now offer more complications in a watch face. But I mean, I, I like having uh, mul more like multiple complications from like separate apps, and you can share what and you can now share your watch face, which is easier than showing a friend my watch face, like I'm like when I'm over at their house or somewhere. And I don't know how getting an app or a watch face from the the app store and from Safari, like I don't know how that works. Um, and I'm just because like I'm just like wondering if Apple is allowing third party watch faces or not. Well, I'll find out when it comes out. So I'm hollering about that. Did I say the word right? I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> is that Apple is now uh, uh, Apple has sleep tracking. Yes. Uh, I have a feeling this is gonna be a long segment, but every uh, segment that I thought was gonna be a long segment has been like a minute. So sleep mode is a part of sleep tracking. The way it works is that when you go to bed, Apple Watch automatically turns on Do Not Disturb and keeps the screen from waking, which is an awesome feature for sleep tracking. Why haven't other companies done this? Or I'm just not, or they, or they, somebody has done this, uh, and I'm just not aware. So, um, when you wake Apple Watch, it will give you a sleep analysis every morning and how much you slept in the past week. And uh, you can get bedtime reminders, more wake-up sounds. And uh, also, when you wake up, uh, you know, it will uh, tell you the battery life and the weather, which is pretty cool. And there's this new feature called Wind Down. It assists you in uh, your bedtime routine, like opening your meditation app or dimming the lights. And, and that's another feature that no one has ever done before, as far as I know. And... Uh, that is uh, all about sleep tracking, and I, I was, oh wait, and there's me. Uh, sleep tracking is in the health app, and that is all, not that long of a segment. In the workout app, there are now four new workouts. There's dance, about time in my opinion, um, or like functional strength training, core training, and post-workout cool down. Um, I will not add that as a workout in my opinion. The activity app is now being renamed the being renamed fitness or the fitness app, which I think the activity name is better because there are days where I don't do any fitness at all. Apple Maps on the Apple Watch gives you bike friendly routes just like the iPhone, but with the actually the elevation features already on the iPhone, and I feel like it's more accurate on the Apple Watch. It will also show you where busy roads are, so you can avoid them. Awesome. Hand washing. I'm glad this is a feature because of you know what. It uses motion sensors and mics to start a 20 second timer, which you can technically do manually by, do by setting a 20 second timer, but you won't get a bu bubble effect or a compliment. I found this out in the beta I got early, so if you stop washing your hands early, your watch will tell you this. Apple Watch will remind you to wash your hands when you get home, which I think sometimes it's necessary and unnecessary, but like other times it's unnecessary. Because when you get out of the house, it could be because you went on a run or a walk. 
and you didn't touch anything. Siri translation is now on the Apple Watch. So far, Siri can translate into 10 languages, along with uh, on-device dictation, making the mics on the Apple Watch more reliable. And Siri shortcuts is now on the Apple Watch, which is awesome, because, but, like, but I wonder if you can add shortcuts on the Apple Watch or if it's just on the iPhone. Well, we'll find out when it comes out. Let's talk about hearing health. Apple Watch can now let you know if the headphone volume will damage your hearing, which is my third favorite feature because sometimes I listen at high volumes, uh, sometimes, and this feature would be awesome. There is now a weekly listening summary, which I don't really care about it that much. And thank you for listening. I will see you in the next episode.